Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode of The Instance is brought to you by our friends at Doghouse Systems at doghousesystems.com. Still building the best gaming rigs money can buy. Sure, you could build your own PC, but for not much more, you could have real professionals do it, get a great warranty, and right now get a great deal. If you use the Frog Pants code, Doghouse Systems will throw in a 240 gigabyte SSD with your order. That's on top of whatever other drives you have in there. A free 240 gigabyte SSD with any system purchase at Doghouse Systems right now at doghousesystems.com with the code FROGPANTS. You are listening to The Instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 477. I'm Scott Johnson with Patrick Beja in France. Hello, Patrick. Oh, hello. Hey. Hi. Sorry, I wasn't listening to uh, <laughs> another show to make sure it was published correctly. Absolutely not. I was full-on listening to Scott yeah, Johnson sure. on The Instance. We just finished up, polished off an episode of the Pixels, which I really enjoyed. So thanks for having me on that. People want to check that out. You should go to uh, Frenchspin.com. It'll be there when? When you post that. <laughs> Oh, it's posted just now. All I right. mean, it was posted a while ago before we started doing the show because I'm <laughs> professional and I don't do two things at once. Sure, oh, hey, yeah. distraction. Here's no. Dills. Oh, look, everybody. It's it's a wild Dills appears from uh, all the way in uh, over there in uh, the, the balmy deserts of Austin, Texas. Hello, uh, Dills. What's going on? It is it is not balmy, and it does not feel like a desert right yeah. now, Scott. No. Uh, <laughs> it's cold. It is cold, man. Everywhere's I'm, cold. I'm like every morning I just... I'm hating walking the dog, mm-hmm. and I'm usually one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, but it's usually a relaxing. It's I actually 11, have to put clothes on now to go do it. It's 11 Fahrenheit <laughs> here in Salt Lake City, and I had to take the dog this morning, and she didn't want to do it either. I got to get her some no. little booties or something, man. Like, well, uh, I have a little. I have a cool little. Uh, it's like a. It's like a, a flight jacket type mm-hmm, of thing mm-hmm, for Iggy, mm-hmm. and he really likes wearing that. He actually likes to just. He likes to keep it on in the house. Mm. He gets kind of mad at me when I take it off of him. Uh, I think it makes him feel cool, but uh, like that, you know, that's a quick, that's a quick thing for him. But I got to put like shoes on a jacket, a hat. Yeah. The whole production. He's got good, warm, big padded dog feet. My, my dog's little pokey feet are just, she just (laughs) constantly tap dancing in the snow because she's freezing. And I'm like, just poo and pee and we can get out of here. See, but I moved to Texas so I could never wear pants or shoes again. That was the, that was the thought. (laughs) That was the idea. (laughs) Yeah, and now here, like I was lied to, man. Yeah, yeah it's all, <laughs> like, it's all I pants feel for all the, the dog, though. I mean, imagine even if you you were furry. I mean, I have a certain amount of uh, foliage, kind of uh, myself. <laughs> I'm slightly but furry, with sure. the temperatures that you get. If you put me out in like the snow and tell me, dude, just pee and poo, you'll be fine. I don't think <laughs> yeah. I could do it. It's way too cold. So just I some feel guy shoves you out into the world and starts yelling at you to go potty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a confusing thing, I'm sure. Yeah. And by the way, grown I'm glad to hear I'm not the only grown adult whose words to their dog is go potty. 
It's Be- go potty. Yeah, yeah that's, because know. it makes me oh, feel God, slightly less manly. Yelling that into a microphone while he's like sitting right next to me. <laughs> yeah, he's already gone today, but he might think it's time to go again. Hey, dog, don't don't poo right now. We got a show to do, so we're back. Uh, Terpster will be joining us toward the end of the product of the product podcast. It's a great he's, product. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty great. good product. Fantastic. It's, it's going to be huge. Product. I make great products. Uh, it's going to be uh, him off the train. He's got to get off a train. So that's why he's not here. And um, we've got a few things to talk about. This is the first episode of 2017. And uh, Blizzard games are in full effect. Uh, let's just dive in and see what we got. All right. So you have till the 9th of this fine month of January 2017 to kill the cow king. This is all, only three days. It's true. It is only in three days. Yeah. And as uh, get on this. if you're not aware of what this is, it's all part of the 20th anniversary of Diablo. Every Blizzard game has something happening in it. The event in WoW is maybe my favorite in terms of creativity, though I have not actually done it yet. I'm going to try to do it tonight. Um, anyway, if you complete the Legion dungeons, uh, they'll spawn a naughty or a, a Legion. Dun- is it all of them? I guess you have to do all of them or one of them. Hmm. No, it's, I think it's one, uh, but it might have to be a heroic. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but it's when you do one at the end of it, I think there's a high chance, if not certainty that a uh, treasure goblin is going to pop up. Yeah. So you get a goblin, uh, defeating him or reward some loot and open a portal to a place that has long been, uh, rumored to exist. The infamous cow level, Killing the Cow King will require a unique toy and a feat of strength. Uh, slaughter enough goblins and you'll be able to complete the Tome of Town Portal toy uh, or get it. Uh, and collect a 28-slot Heradric Satchel, uh, which is just basically a bag. Um, here's the thing I was going to say, though, that I like about this. It's the perfect place to do a Diablo event that deals with the cow level because Torrens are straight-up cows. So it's like kind of rad that they made this event, but also kind of easy because torrents you know what i mean like here's so, some torrents to kill i i haven't i haven't actually uh played through the cow level yet um is it like the older cows are just torrents that you kill yeah it's just torrents walking around okay <laughs> oh, i thought like it a... was gonna be like actual cows <laughs> no well they're, they're tor- hell bovine or whatever aren't they yeah in the uh actual game correct that's what they had like so in hearthstone that's what they are they're like special hell but i you know it does make sense like world of warcraft creating brand new models yeah, they're not going to do that. A one week long event. No, it's perfect. But they did put the. Oh, I mean, it's the hell bovine horn, so they look like cows. Uh, there's no udders really to to deal with, which is a frust- That's frustrating. I'd like a good udder to whack out <laughs> with my sword. Uh, but uh, but generally speaking, maybe in terms of on paper, anyway, this is my favorite of the events. The others range from kind of lackluster to kind of cool. We'll get to those in a minute, but um. Yeah, I'm curious what people think of that. I mean, it's a it's a way to celebrate the 20 year anniversary of of Diablo without an actual new Diablo game, which I'll mm-hmm. bet was not the plan. I, I'm I'm completely this is total conjecture, but I'll bet if you could go back in time two three years, I'll bet there was a plan in 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 some measure of cement that said, hey brand new Diablo game at the 20 year anniversary would be pretty rad. Don't you guys think? And they all agreed in some meeting. Um, I don't know where it may have gone from there or why it derailed or why it never happened or why there's not even an expansion ready for the 20 year. So they make up for it with this kind of weird cross game thing, but I don't know. It feels like a missed opportunity slightly. 20 years is a big deal. Um, might've been fun to release a game 20 years into it. Yeah, but you know how Blizzard works. They're not going to, you know, try and get a game out on a specific at a specific time and yeah. release it for 
I don't. Th I mean, even if someone had had the idea, I don't think anyone would have said, "Yeah, we can do that." Everyone would have been like, "What? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. That's what you think?" Yeah. No. That's like, what if the happen. game isn't ready? We're like, "Well, we just have to put it out anyway because <laughs> twenty years." <laughs> no, you're right. You're totally right. I mean, it would have been a if we'd ever gotten it, it would have been more of a happy accident. But I do wish, yeah. as much as I'm, and we'll talk about it later, as excited as, as excited as, as I am about the darkening of Tristram, and as fun as I think that actually is, I have played that uh, this week. Uh, I still wish the Necromancer would have been the thing for the 20-year uh, deal. I wish that was coming out, because I'm selfish yeah. and would like to play it. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. I think that they, they might have thought you know what? If we could do it for the anniversary, it would be awesome. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, they would never have tried to hold themselves to it. They mm -hmm. always knew it was, uh, you know, it was. It would be cool if it happened, but it probably won't. Right? Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And there's no Everyone. date. I wish we had a date. So at least that, like, come out on the 20th anniversary and go. Oh, and by the way, May 15th, you'll get the Necromancer because I don't think they've released a date for that thing. And if they have, I haven't heard yeah. about it. I know no, they now. they said second half of 2017, I think, which yeah. is kind of ooh. If you're saying Gives that, plenty uh, of uh, you know leeway on either side of that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you it, know, I actually jumped back into Diablo before the event started up, just because I got a little sick. Yeah, and uh, I got a little sick around like the end of Christmas, and Diablo is like the greatest game when you're sick. Oh, it's the best. Because you just don't really think that much. You just go in and you just mash <laughs> you buttons, click, click your mouse, yeah, yeah. yeah and collect loot. It's but great. it's still it's still tweaking that like you know endorphin rush yeah, yeah. of I got a thing and now I can keep going. But you don't really have to think too much, and you can have like Fraser on in the background or something. Yeah, you can just kind of you know zone out and just feel kind of sick and whatever, and you're just you feel like you're you're just you're engaged in something you're doing something because yeah. a lot of times the thing i hate about being sick is being laid up and like watching the price is right, right. i just i can't do that anymore you know <laughs> i need to be i need to be active i'm, try, I'm trying to pet yeah the the, the the great activity of moving your mouse around and clicking a lot is definitely yeah. better than just sitting there <laughs> definitely better. so much better than the i was so engaged yeah of course so uh anyway you have till the ninth so get out there do it i don't know that it should take too long go do one of the easier dungeons do like uh Oh, confirmed. It does not have to be heroic. It can be normal. Okay, so it's really like it's just to give you something to do. It's to give you a thing to do to go get there, and you know, it's it's less work actually than finding the cow level in any of the Diablo games was. So it's actually pretty easy. And then once you're in, you I'm trying to think what would be the fastest dungeon. Probably, um, well, I mean, you just do like the Violet first Holt one you get on random on random dungeon. Well, whatever. that's true. Just but Violet, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, que queuing up random is probably your quickest way in. I yeah. just wonder which dungeon itself would go the quickest. And I'm thinking like yeah, Violet, Violet Hold seems yeah. like yeah. So queue queue up with a, a pre made. Go do Violet Hold. I mean, that's how you want to do this anyway. You don't want to see it on your own. I mean, you kind of do, but, but do it with some friends. You know, go see the cows with buddies. Is what I would recommend. <laughs> Uh, Nighthold is approaching. Here's the raid schedule for those excited about this. And many have been seeing things on the PTR anyway, so this is uh, probably maybe it's slightly less exciting for them. But Tuesday, January 17th, Nighthold normal and heroic difficulties open. Uh, the 24th, you get Nighthold mythic difficulty and raid finder wing one. And so that's cool. That's the arcing aqueducts opening thing. Uh, let's see, on February 7th, which seems like forever away, but it's not really, Nighthold Raid Finder Wing 2 comes out. 
Raid Finder Wing 3 happens on the 21st, and on March 7th, they finish things out with Raid Finder Wing 4. Um, that's quite a spread on, on Raid Finder, but maybe that's how it always is, and I just forget how they do that. Um, but anyway, I guess if you're ready to get your normal and heroic on uh, 17th and mythic on the 24th, for those who are uh, who are ready for that, and we start hearing about World First and all of that, I'm uh, I'm still sort of uh, in the middle of current raid content to the degree that this sounds like a far off thing for me. This isn't going to happen for me on the 17th by any stretch. Um, anybody else looking forward to Nighthold? Patrick, you've been chomping at the bit for more raiding, or have you not been raiding? Mm-hmm. Well, no, as we discussed last episode, I haven't really had time for WoW in in the past few weeks. So I don't know that raiding is the, the you know, but the, the thing that I will certainly do it, you know, at least uh, in Raid Finder, yeah. just to continue the storyline of Suramar, mm-hmm. which um, I'm is the thing that I think has been really, uh, not Suramar specifically, but the storyline has been really good in um in Legion, so I want to find out more about that that uh, town and what's happening there, and what Grand Magistrix, what's her face, is up to. So I'm gonna do it. It's just I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait. I'm not in raiding mode, and I don't have like super gear, which means I can't wait to go and get something new because I'm doing it every every week. Right. So it's not. It, I'll do it when it's available. We got an email from somebody that I want to throw at you that says, what do you think of the Suramar questing in Legion uh, on the whole? Take care. Steve Smetzer sent this in. So I'm very curious because uh, I feel like that stuff's grindy with an awesome story, uh, but grindy as shit. Um, Suramar? Yeah. So well, so I'm, I don't, I don't I mean, feel all that motivated sometimes to go do, finish that stuff on alts or do anything in there. No, on alts, definitely not. On alts, it's, it's kind of painful. Um, but I, we discussed it before. I think on a, on a main character, when you're playing every day, it's the thing you do, and I think it's cool. I like it. Um, I'm not certain it works as well on alts. I agree there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, do, do you think you need to be exalted to do... Um, to do the night hold? Uh, no, that's a good question, isn't it? I don't know. Because if you do, I don't think I'm exalted yet. I, I sort of stopped before. I'm definitely so not exalted. Yeah, I'm not exalted either. I, I that's a that's a that's a bit of an attunement. I wasn't aware of if that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dills, do you? Uh, what's your current relationship status with Suramar specifically? Uh, well, I'm ex- I'm not exalted either. I'm like mostly through revered i think so yeah that's about where i am yeah, i think we just there. lost it wouldn't the it, entirety it would of me... our cred as <laughs> well, as warcraft podcasters yeah no one's but i i, I kind of i did feel grindy with it like i was for a while i was going every day and uh you know turning in mana crystals or whatever to go do the the little side um world quest thing to increase my reputation and earn some Mm-hmm. Earned some other rewards. I was like doing that every single day. I'd gotten pretty far on that, mm. but after a while, it didn't seem that exciting anymore to run around with my little withered brothers. Um, it was just kind of like another thing that I just felt I had to do. Yeah. So I just kind of slowly stopped doing that yeah. and was doing more and more just PvP and stuff. Right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I it did it did feel grindy after a time, and it did feel like it was taking a long time to get to exalted. But but that being said, if I needed to, I could probably run in there and like within a week I'd be good to go. Yeah, it's a big it's the big really question though is like how how does this stuff? It's just re, I mean, if we're being honest, it's redressed dailies. Uh, this is this expansion's sure. version of that. Last expansion, it was kind of garrison driven. 
Uh, before that, it was all the stuff you would do with the the panda dudes and their stuff every day, which was more like traditional dailies. But really, that's what this is. And 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 at some point, as much as it's fun at first to go, oh wow, this is a whole different take on dailies. This is way more story driven. Blah blah blah. At the end of the day, you're still you still have to make this decision: Are you going to grind through what are essentially dailies, or are you gonna find that grindy and move on to something else and for me it was it was just a little i i, I prefer spending my time in the game doing other things uh, yeah than that so well i mean i i've been having a really good time doing pvp so um you know it's like that's the thing that to me is when i log in it's the thing i'm excited to do mm-hmm. and i've never been a guy who's excited to log in and do dailies like Never. You know, I I check out hubs. I never Mm -hmm. get the big dragon mounts at the end of it or what you know, I mean I I get to a certain extent to what I need and then I'm pretty much out. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Or and then we'll go back later. It's like, you know, when you and I took down Lich King first time with our team, that was an awesome moment, blah blah blah. But it took us I don't know what we were, like another maybe a year later we went back to try to get the Drake or something. Sure. And and that that's kind of my mode as well. I'm gl- really glad the game supports that. But I think there's a, I don't know, I put a little pressure on myself sometimes. I'm thinking, well, I should be in there grinding out the thing so I can get the stuff because that's what all my friends are doing. Or And then I find out, well, they're not really either. They kind of are. But, you know, everyone's got their own timetable and I'm fine to have my own. It doesn't really bother yeah. me. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I understand that, there, that mentality of feeling like you need to get it all done ASAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I feel that way in, in like in Hearthstone, you know, I kind of feel that way, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, I need to get to a certain rank, right? So I don't mind the gr- the grindy feel when I have this kind of grand plan at the end. Um, that being said, in like, in WoW, at least now I play it in a much different way, right? I, I don't play WoW anymore right. to be at the bleeding edge of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just kind of play to, well, right now it's fun, Right. Is if it's not fun, then I will not play until something fun happens again, right. and that's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that now. You're all about the fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it was really, really fun when Legion first hit to run around doing world quests every single day. Yeah, it's less fun now. Yeah, it's right? not as fun. I've done all of them. Yeah. So if, I, if I have to pick up, it. if I have to pick up one more squirrel in. Uh, Freaking forest land. The squirrels are fine. I don't uh, understand why everyone hates on the squirrels. Hate the squirrels. If if you stop though for a week or two, right? You stop doing that, and all you do is PvP. Then the next time you do world quest, it's fun again, right? Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's the thing. It's like I'm just not now, and you and you probably won't ever be again in World of Warcraft, like a you know a bleeding edge player. I just won't be. Yeah, I don't need it and to I, be. I'm that. okay with that. Yeah, yeah, part of it is just knowing that the game. It's like Legion almost did this to me. It's like Legion said. Look at all this new stuff. There's so much rad new things to do. It's such a complete package. Come on in here and play it. But it was also this message that sent uh, that they sent saying, hey, this is here to stay. We're clearly interested in making the game better and in some big ways. So quit worrying about it. The You can just come in here when you want to come in here. And, and it's cool. And there's other, we know there's other games for you to play out there, but this one's always here. And we have we got a bunch of other games too. We make here at Blizzard, and those are pretty rad too. So feel free to be playing those. Like there's just a more, it feels less urgent to make sure I'm just oh got to put the foot to the metal and get the grindstone on and you know and all that. As much as I just hammered through this content during the first month, 
when it came out, that was more about me enjoying it and less about me feeling like I was keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, you didn't you didn't feel like you had to do it. You just felt like you wanted to. Every day you're like, I want to log in and do this. Yeah. And I, I have not reached a point in this. And I've heard some people say that they're starting to get to the fatigue point And wow, because they, they really did go hard, right? Mm-hmm. And we might have reached that point where, you know, yeah, the, this this patch has been out for a while. Um, the, this expansion's now been out for you know, a decent amount of time. Sure. Uh, so this is the si- the life cycle now, right, of, mm-hmm. of World of Warcraft. So it's like now a lot of people are waiting for the next thing. And if that's the night hold, then okay, cool. Uh, you know, I, I definitely feel like I beat I beat the current raid content on LFR. Uh, did a lot of it on normal. A couple of uh, random heroic encounters at the beginning and stuff, but my gear doesn't really support it. Uh, and, you know, I'm... I'm kind of ready for the next raid, at, at least as as far as LFR is concerned for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I'm not like burnt out or anything, but I'm definitely kind of like, OK, I feel like I did what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Now I'm ready for whatever the next thing is. Yeah. I think that's just the life cycle we have to deal with now sure. in World of Warcraft. Sure. I think and sure, that... there are probably people listening right now like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you guys have to have all the stuff. And, no, we you know, don't. No, no, I think, Maybe you know, you... honestly, I think this time uh, with this expansion, it's been kind of a the point where a lot of people are coming to that that same uh, uh, I don't know place as gamers and wild gamers it's kind of like I can I'm gonna play that it's what we were talking about uh, last episode Scott right yeah, yeah. we're we're gonna play when we want to play and if we don't have that uh, uh, urge right now it basically it's not like it was from 20, 2004 to 2009, right. right? When we were, WoW was the game and it was everything we did and we would play all the time and like we would can't wait to get home to play WoW. And it, it was, you know, it can be when the expansion launches or when there's a cool patch coming and we'll get in and out of it like we do in Diablo. Sure. Um, but I think a lot of people who might have said, looked at this and said, well, it's not the same anymore. And it isn't the same. But some people might have looked at it and thought, it's it's not the real wow. Now might think, yeah, it's fine. It doesn't have to be Yeah. Uh, at this point. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And um, I, I, mean, it's, I just feel unabashed about it. It's fine. It's like, it's the way I want to play. And I can't, and, and, and they've been very, Upfront we don't clear. feel guilty about it anymore. You're right. There's I no more guilt. There's no five, reason to feel five guilt. Five years ago, we were like, oh, but I should be playing. It's my game. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, there's, I mean, obviously there's the financial pressure of I'm subscribing to this thing, so that's, I should be getting value out of it. And that's that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But Well, for us, it's almost a job, so. Right. It's an expense. Mm-hmm. It's like paying for my power. I have to do it. Yeah, um, exactly. But also, I probably would anyway. The, the point is, it's, it's like this friend that's always there. And so when things get a little slow for it, I'm okay to still help my friend out. Because I know it'll always be there for me, but also they've been very upfront about the content for this pat or for this expansion coming at a regular click, and we are getting that. They've held they've held to that, so it's not like I'm in warlords fatigue where I'm like, there's nothing. It's a desert ahead of this. Like they just weren't doing anything past a certain point. Well, we're and not that far into. We're it not that either. far into it. Let, no, let's talk about it in a year. That's right? a good point. Well, we need to we need to revisit that when we get there for sure, but. All signs point to they they're on the constant treadmill on this one, which makes me happy. Uh, anyway, so that's going on. So I found a uh, video actually via MMO Champion. It was a total random encounter. I didn't even know this was going to be posted there that I thought was pretty interesting. 
It's about the stealth sound. I love this kind of like archaeological stuff in video games. The stealth sound that you hear when either a mob or another player on a PvP realm like Patrick plays on. Do you still play PvP realm? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you hear Serious that, PvP you hear that sound when you know that there's like a stealthy near you. I just always assume. Oh, it's funny. I I do it more like. <laughs> <laughs> well, here. Wait, I'll, how, how, yeah, I'll play okay. it for you. Um, let me see if I can find. Uh, crap. I have to wait for YouTube to. I feel like it's even closer that. to like a cymbal sound though than both of you guys. Like like what you guys just did sounds like like a space door opening. A little a <laughs> little a little bit. Uh hold on. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is this British guy talking about it. You know in World of Warcraft when you're just minding your own business, killing a few <laughs> mobs, happily questing away, and you hear this noise. Okay, that's yeah. oh my god, that's do I know? So you know everyone does. You hear that sound and you mm-hmm. immediately go, "Oh, if it's a quest, you're like, those are the invisible tigers I have to kill. Great, there's one near me, or there's a pirate around here. Or if you're in a PvP realm or in PvP, you hear that and you know that there's a rogue behind you or whatever." What's fascinating about this video, and I recommend people go check it out on Eurogamer uh, Eurogamer's YouTube site, is it was uh, they found this out through somebody at Blizzard. It was an artifact of kind of a problem of a mistake, and they just kept it. So what this was is when you stealth you notice if you're if you're a rogue and you stealth for the first time you stealth just to go into stealth mode you hear the same sound um what happens is because of the way these servers work when you're in a certain proximity of me patrick and let's say you're the rogue and i'm not you're being populated in my area in real time. In other words, it's not like you just existed in the world like we do now you're in France i'm over here and i just know where you are you had to materialize so that the client says, oh, there's a stealthy behind me and I need that information in a really rapid way. So over the internet, I get this information and that includes your stats, your gear, your visual appearance, all this sort of stuff, your name over your head, the guild you belong to, whatever it is that's displaying, plus any buffs that are currently applied to you. And so the reason that you hear that sound is it's the... The, they take the la- I think it's the last sound you make when you're full ready to go as a stealth as a stealthy person. It's, so when you appear, no, it's, it's the sound of the stealth, but it because the world generates uh, the character mm-hmm. at that moment when you're supposed to see it. Before that, your client is not aware that it's there, so it has to be generated entirely right. uh, at that moment, right? right? So right in real time, like yeah. right then. So the nice, so it was originally like an artifact, like a, uh, we hate that. It would be like, what's, uh, it'd be like if you said, if I said, hi, I'm Scott, or no, if I, if the last thing I said was, and then Patrick walks up to me just close enough to hear me, and now I materialize and go, like it doesn't. Yeah, well, yeah, not exactly. It's just that <laughs> the is kind of your part of your, the buffs that you, of the conditions, in this case, it's a buff of in, invisibility right. that your character has. So it has to create your character. And since your character's, one of your character's characteristics is, then you, it has to generate that sound. Makes complete sense. The, mo- the metaphor is more true than you know. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's a really fun little look at that kind of thing. And I love that stuff. I love finding out like, oh, the reason you can't fly in Silver Moon is these reasons. And the reason you can't do this is this other stuff. Or you can do this is other stuff. I love that. Uh, so if you want to go learn a little bit about that weird sound that you just heard, uh, head on over to Eurogamer's YouTube page, and it's one of the latest ones up there called The Mistake That Made WoW Stealth Work. 
And uh, they also talk about the gameplay implications, like how important a sound cue is to your reaction and why that matters in actual gameplay when it comes to stealth mechanics and, and why stealthies have to have weaknesses like proximity and other characters encounter it and stuff like that. So anyway, it's really interesting. People should go check it out. That's all we have for a while. There's not a lot going on, guys. It's just, uh, you know, World of Warcraft kicking along. They got cows now. It's a good time over there. So go check it out. Heroes of the Storm got one of my favorite new characters ever. Zul'jin. Uh, he's a real bastard, a real dick, turns out, personality-wise. Um, I think he should go to lunch every day with Alarak because they're both buttholes. <laughs> And uh, he is really, really funny and really well-written and really well-implemented into Heroes of the Storm. Uh, Zul'jin, of course, the, um, uh, the, the very important troll character from World of Warcraft. If Terpster was here, he could tell me all sorts of backstory on why he matters and why uh, his story counts. But anyway, I don't know enough about him from that regard. I just know that I fought a lot of his dudes in the forest and they all pissed me off back in vanilla. So, point is, he's great. Uh, his hair is awesome. He says some really funny stuff. He uses axes uh, and constantly asks you if you want axe. And the answer is always an emphatic yes. Um, his It's finally a ranged carry in the game after a long time without a new one. Um, characters like Vala and Jim Rayner and others uh, would be sort of in that class. And it's been a long time since so we've had is, a guy like that. He is ranged. Very much He's so. Not... Oh, yeah. Just okay. hooking okay. axes over and over like this. You can't see me, but the chat room can. Um yeah, so he's all about range. He's all about his uh, his trait, which is berserk. And uh, well, how that works is as your health goes down, your damage goes up. So it's a little like Gul'dan in that Gul'dan sacrifices life for power, except in this case it's just like you're throwing the axes faster and they're hitting for more damage on your auto attacks when you go down in life. So if you're around 50% life, that's a good place to be. But that's a challenge, right? You don't want to get blown up by somebody. So he also has a regen, uh, which regens health, and he has, I forget what his W does. Oh, his W does this crazy arcing skill shot that basically shoots this circular motion of his axes that will stun and slow, and of course you can talent those out to do different things. Bottom line, he's great. One of my favorite new heroes in a very long time. Uh, if you're not playing heroes, uh, or if you are playing heroes, you already know this. If you're not, very much consider Zul'jin as a purchase. He's real, real good. You know, yeah. I really want. I think it would be great if we had someone who knew uh, leagues, League of Legends, uh, to ask how crazy they get with the characters in that game. I'm really wondering if that kind of thing, which basically you didn't talk about his ultimate, uh, Zuljin's oh, yeah. ultimate, which mm-hmm. one of them is, you know, lots of damage, whatever. But his ultimate allows him to. Um, get all the way down to one health. I mm-hmm. mean, he can't die. So the lowest he will get is one health. And at that level, he will do a lot more damage, obviously, since he has that berserker trait. Um, and it's a crazy mechanic, you know, as they continue to do in the game, they each character is so different. It's really fun to sort of uh, explore what you can do with these different ways of approaching the the design of each character. I'm really wondering if this is hero-specific or if every MOBA has those crazy characters that, you know, one, like Abathur is the other great example. Mm -hmm. You just control and, you know, you just 
well, do stuff on another character in your team, etc. Generally speaking, so we had this discussion recently on the core podcast where if you want to get in-depth mm-hmm. hero stuff, people can check that out over at frogpants.com slash core. But here's the deal about that. Um, in League and in Dota and others, they have plenty of really cool characters that do really cool things and have really interesting mechanics. That is absolutely true. Um, what they don't have for the most part, is the freedom to be a little bit weird and out there. And by that, I mean Lost Vikings, where you control three characters and in theory could lane three lanes at the same time with one character. Or Abathur, where he sits in the you know the Nexus or somewhere near that and does crazy amounts of support and help for his team just by sending little minions out um, or, or shielding people or improving their health or buffing their damage or whatever. Like, that's just weird. The Gul'dan, or sorry, Zul, um, uh, 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 Cho'Gal is what I meant to say. Cho'Gal, a character that is a two-headed ogre that you are controlling with two people. Uh, you and your friend. One's doing tanking, one's doing damage, and somehow that works. Like, that's what they do better than, than any of the other MOBAs. And you can argue the merits of the MOBAs and which one's better or whatever, but one of the things I love about heroes is their willingness to say, what if, and then also bringing characters that are not only the real characters that things based on. So you're going to get Malfurion, not Forest Prophet or whatever. Um, you- <laughs> right, but me- mechanics wise, um, it is it, it's it, they, they do they are have these to. kinds of uh, right weird like yeah like trade uh, health for damage and stuff. Like oh that. sure, sure. I mean, to different degrees, obviously. But uh, uh, like mm. if you play if you play Dota two, I mean, there's there's you know 100 plus champions or whatever right so there's obviously some weird stuff in there but but scott's right like there definitely isn't things like what they've been trying with heroes yeah. and i think mm-hmm. one one thing that makes that possible though is is the fact that you've got all these different maps and the team leveling and all that kind of stuff means you can tinker a little bit more within that framework because in a moba like dota if if you like there are there are heroes you know who are support who don't do the last hitting and all that kind of stuff but they still need to be leveling up XP. So they still, like, essentially by default, every hero has to be able to sit in a lane, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And mm. get XP. So you can't have a hero that just doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you just fall way behind, right? right? That's just part of the game mechanic. They also really don't because have... Heroes su- got a, did away with that. They have, they have supportive her- characters in those other games, but they're not the same as, like, support here. Like, uh, a Morales would be useless in Dota or League. Um, not useless, but they but there's nobody just hanging around doing mostly healing. Uh, there's mm. nobody who does you know weird. Well, kind support of... characters oftentimes in those games are are not necessarily healing because mm-hmm. players themselves have like healing options, right? You can buy right. potions and stuff. Right. Um, a lot of times, what they do is they do things like stun and initiate fights mm-hmm. and you know slow people or you know buff other people things like that or they're really good junglers or or whatever like they spend all the time but most like it's just it's a different world because you have things you have things like like carries and stuff which you kind of could say you have in uh in heroes but not necessarily right like it's not the same right you could say that uh rainer is our is our carry he does all the damage right but Mm -hmm. in a in a mobile like like dota you actually buff one guy up right really really strong you make this guy really strong and then he's the one who does all the damage and everybody else is kind of there to uh to help initiate or support that character in the fight yeah he's he's the one who's like killing everybody he's like your quarterback or whatever in heroes it doesn't doesn't work like the same mechanics wise in heroes they can do stuff like that but but that's not to say that other mobas don't have 
a lot of cool innovation with their heroes. It's oh, just guaranteed. What, yeah. what Blizzard, it's not the same kind. Yeah, yeah, what Blizzard has done with the with the kind of base game is allow to to kind of get a little wild and weird, right? Yep. And some people like it, some people don't. Yeah, I, I, think I, we, I, I think it's, probably all fall. It's what I, game, yeah, but. it's what I love about it. So it's it's difficult for me. I mean, having played the other MOBAs a little bit, um, it's just not even a comparison. It just speaks to my playstyle. Um, obviously, there are hundred million league players that either beg to differ or you know are happily playing their game, and I totally get that. But um, they're they're, d- they're just completely different games yeah. to me. Like I, you know, again, I know uh, Heroes has started to really kind of embrace. It's mobiness, mm-hmm. you know, more recently. Yeah. And stop trying to be like, we're the different one because mm-hmm. it didn't necessarily work, I guess, from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, League is a huge game. And I think League is a pretty good game, actually. It's a, quite a fun game. If you guys haven't tried it, you should try it. The community aside, uh, obviously, <laughs> you know, you could talk about the toxicity of the community, but that's, I think that's just gaming culture, to be honest, unfortunately. Yeah. It's like a hot um, point of that culture. It's like a specific yeah. sort of, uh, it's like a, I don't know. It's like molten lava. There are some places where it's coming out in a volcano, and there's other places where it's dormant, and it's a bit of a volcano over there. But yeah, sure, sure. And, and you know, like I like I've I've tried to get a little bit more into league, and it is a tough game. It is a tough nut to crack because there's so much to learn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know, a lot of stuff that you learn doesn't necessarily translate from heroes, right? It's it's mechanics wise like game mechanics clicking the button and the mouse and whatever and mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff like that that sure does but there's all these other weird things going on yeah so you know like they, they, they don't one to one transfer and they but that also means like they don't one to one transfer as far as what you can do in the game yeah so yeah uh, they just they provide a very different experience and they're also tied yeah. a lot to the original mod and things like last hit and individual leveling uh, are are absolutely not something that is in yeah, heroes. Abathur the last hit. Yeah, that hero which does not exist. Right. <laughs> exactly. There is no last hit for Abathur. What's he going to do? Have one of his bugs hit you the last time and then get the gold? Like it's it doesn't that stuff doesn't translate. So in a lot of ways, by avoiding some of the oldest conventions of MOBAs, they they gave themselves room to breathe and do new things. But them them kind of embracing their roots a little bit more recently, like you mentioned, I think is actually good for the game and good for its growth and. Also, yeah. the crossover. Yeah, let event. it be what it is, yeah. right? But uh, but also let it be what it isn't too, right? Yeah. So it's totally know. fine. Let it be. It's like a Zen approach at this, right? Let it be as the, the as the Beatles would say. Was it them uh-huh. that said let it be? Yeah, let it be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, but the also, that. I would say Paul that, McCartney specifically. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that uh, this Overwatch <laughs> crossover event they did was really really good for the game. There was a ton of people that came over and stayed. Um, hearing that both internally and externally about uh, how that event went with the Genji skin and a lot of activity on places like Reddit from like old league players are like, yeah, I left league to play Overwatch and didn't really know or think much about heroes until this crossover. And I didn't know this had all these things happening. I'm way into this. And and now they've got new fans. So I think that they're being smart, uh, as smart as they can be about that stuff. Um, Hearthstone. So let's talk about, oh, and as far as Diablo stuff in there, it's just Diablo, you know, portraits and crap. So <laughs> isn't it just like cosmetic stuff or something? Yeah. Or is there any? It's, it's oh. just it's as far as I know, it's portraits and I think that's it. Like during Christmas. Wait, in in Heroes? Yeah, no, yeah, in Heroes. What am I think? What am I missing? No, there's there's a brawl. Oh, the brawl! I forgot. Oh, the, the brawl. brawl! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really liked it. I, I no, it's good. You know, it's good. I totally forgot. It's basically Aram, right? Yeah, it's it's Aram on a new it's on Aram on a new map, and I would actually argue it's a better Aram right. map than the one that was already in there. So. Sweet. Yeah, oh, I, I'm I, gonna get in there and do that. It. 
Yeah, I forgot. That's Maybe how you get to... on the stream. That'll be I'll just do like all the Diablo stuff and all the games. That'll be kind yeah, of fun. that's a good idea. That's actually a great stream lineup for anybody to do. Um, and we'll and I did the Diablo stuff, which I'll t- talk about here in a bit. But I think that stuff okay. was great. Um, Hearthstone has their little brawl tribute thing. Yep. How is that? Is it good? So uh, basically, you play against the Dark Wanderer, uh, and that, that's a, you know it's a a hero that starts with three secrets in play. And, and if you, th- I only uncovered two, so nothing <laughs> happened. Do you need to uncover? Yeah, you have to uncover all so three secrets to uh, to enter the cow level. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay. And so, but but here's the thing: they're not secrets. They're not like hunter, mage, paladin secrets, right? They're their own thing. So the yeah. best way to do this is to create a deck that has like a little bit of everything. So just go in and make your deck doesn't have to be good. It's not hard to beat, right? So go in and make a deck that has like some stealth minions, some spell power guys, some charge guys, some taunt guys. Just kind of put all the keywords into a deck. And then there's other ways that the that the spells can or the secrets can get triggered. One is like when both players reach 15 HP, it might go off and it's randomized which ones you get. So you might have to play it a few times to actually get the cow level to work. Uh, one of them is when you die, you don't actually die. Uh, one is when you get to nine cards in hand. There's oh, a whole when list you of yourself die. Yeah, when when you die, not the other guy. Yeah, so if, okay. you, if you let the other <laughs> guy kill you, it might trigger the last secret if you can't find out what the okay. last secret is. Mm. Once that happens, uh, a portal to the cow level comes out. And then on the very next turn, uh, on the beginning of the Dark Wanderer's turn, they cast Twisting Nether and reset the board, go back to 30 life, change their hero power, and start casting nothing but hell bovines. Um, and it's pretty fun. There's, and there's actually, if you can, if you can pull this off, uh, you can actually steal the portal, and you become the cow king. So <laughs> you can actually do that. It's really tricky because it's not a targetable thing, the portal. So you have to like get Sylvanas on the board, then trigger the last secret and then somehow kill your sylvanas while before their turn when they twist the nether because that just removes everything you got to kill your sylvanas somehow and then get the portal to switch to your side then the next turn that the twisting nether goes off and you become the cow king so uh yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool stuff going on it's it's quite fun i don't know if it has a huge amount of replayability outside of trying to become the cow king yourself Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely something you sh- if you haven't gotten the because you get a card back just for for playing it whether you trigger the cow level or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, and the card back is sweet, so definitely go in there get the get the card back. Uh, but if you want to like really kind of experience it, make sure you make a deck that's got a bunch of random stuff in it so you can trigger the all the secrets. Pretty cool. Yeah, that seems all right. Yeah, I might want to get in there and do that. And no reason yeah, you should definitely do it, Scott. Like it, it's something that you would enjoy as a as a more casual player. I think of Hearthstone mm-hmm. because again, it's not very difficult. You should be able to build a deck that can beat it. Um, but like you don't even really need to beat it to beat it. I don't know. It's 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 just fun. Yeah, it's just fun and wacky and weird. And uh, yeah, definitely go ahead and give it a shot. Well done. Awesome. Uh, Diablo's actual event where you'd think the biggest event would be. It is, I think. Um, Probably. It's called yeah. the Darkening of Tristram. Here's how it works. You get in, you find where it is on the map. You can find it by just opening up your map and you'll see what portal it's near. It doesn't tell you exactly, but you go to uh, one of the portal Basically, spots. Basically, you go to old Tristram, to yeah. the ruins. 
Mm-hmm. And, and there should uh, be a, there's a portal doing somewhere it now. Oh, you might be doing it now. Well, well done. Maybe. So, <laughs> that, so what appears um, is this pixelated looking early '90s looking portal. You click it, it takes you in there. And for those who didn't experience this on the PTR, you are suddenly presented with the game's engine, sort of retrofitted to look like the crappy old engine of Diablo One. You can only uh, you can only face eight directions, although that's way less limiting than it sounds. It's just a kind of an animation thing. Um, everything's Honestly, pixelated. Sounds are different. It's just Diablo. Interface is different. Yeah, it's Diablo. I mean, you're just playing it's Diablo. It's just Diablo. It's it's Diablo three that looks worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's it. There is nothing very. I mean, I haven't gotten to the bosses yet, but I don't expect that all of a sudden because you're facing the but- the butcher that mm. looks a little bit less good. It's going to become now incredible. hold now hold that thought because that's what I thought until I got to the butcher. And it is okay. two things. One, it's not the same butcher model. It's a different model. It's oh, and it's modeled after the original butcher. Uh, he looks like this really pissed off, angry, horrible creature. He will not be stunned or frozen by any of your stun or frozen moves. And he's hard as shit. And he hits really hard too. So he is all the things he was in Diablo One. He is a shocking bit of business. And so you will be surprised by that when you run into him. Okay. I really liked it. I don't think it's anything crazy innovative. Um, it's it's more of a trick and a, and a nod, and that's great. I think it's a fun little nostalgic trip, and I actually kind of like the feel of it. It felt kind of cool um, to hear the old sounds and to see uh, some of the visuals sort of uh, mimic what it was like back in the day. That was really fun to watch. Um, it does. Oh, make- shit. He's here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here. Let's see in real time what happens to you. See how it goes there. Well, what torment are you on? Uh, I am torment, uh, eight and he's dead. Oh, geez. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I had him on 10 and he kicked my A for a while, but maybe I don't, who knows? It was with my wizard and maybe I don't have the kind of, who are you playing? What was your main? Or maybe I'm better. I'm on my wizard. Oh, damn it. Maybe (laughs) you may have better gear right now. (laughs) All right. Well, I found him challenging for whatever reason. He hit really hard. So it was the thing is, it's kind of unexpected, uh, Kind of unexpected the way it happened. Just like Diablo I'm not One. Say more. It happened like yeah. that in Diablo One. You suddenly opened a door and he went, and you were your okay, whole life well, was bad. Spoiled it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean that's how it works. So it's. I think it's kind of cool. Um, and I. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, it's it's cool. It's fun. It's just not anything amazing. I don't think people should expect something incredible. It's just a fun way to celebrate it. Yeah, that's it. But that's a fair way to say it. That's what all this stuff is, honestly. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I didn't, and I don't think that Blizzard should be spending huge amounts of time working on a, an event that's lasting, you know, a couple weeks. So. Sure. Um, I mean, I'm impressed with what it is for how little they had to put into it. Um, yeah. But I would be, I mean, I like I said, I would much rather be playing that new Necromancer more than anything right now. But I'll wait. Blizzard's got stuff to do outside of this. They so do. They do. do that stuff. I mean, yeah. Honestly, the thing I'm getting the most out of this uh, this event is just how fun Diablo is. I'm just reminded once again, like oh, Diablo exploding rules. millions of of it's it's such a good game. I know it got, that's what game. it did to me. Is I ended up doing the event and then I went right back to like, all right, where where am I with this guy? Okay, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go play around. You know, like it's it is this. I love returning to it. Um, I love that I yeah, can return I, I, when to it. I, when I was sick and I got back into Diablo, I, I went and found like my old barbarian who had 
like one set piece. Mm-hmm. It's like, how does this guy not have all the set pieces? And I went and started running stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, built a new little uh, build for him and stuff. It was great. Yeah, it was super fun. It feels good. That's a good game. Yeah, I had all this sweet gear that I'd looted from, you know, gotten on my other characters. So I was able to kind of update them a little bit. Yeah. And, Twink him out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I like that too. Um, game's great. Very curious about the future of it. And uh, we'll continue to, to talk about it as it comes. In Overwatch. It's another game like uh, like WoW where I just kind of feel like I'll just always have this mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. if I want. Yeah. That's I'll kind of. sitting here. Yeah. yeah. It. It's kind of reassuring somehow. It's like it will always yeah. be here for yeah, me. It's here yeah. for you. Until the servers die. Yeah, no but. matter what happens. I, we could listen. Tomorrow you can, I can have a fight and you'll never hear always from me again. Always in the banana stand. But yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's always Diablo in the hard drive is how you look at it. Uh-huh. Uh, Overwatch had uh, a pretty good holiday uh, event, I thought. Um, I have a good story about it. So I was playing the last day of the event where you could get any of the Christmas uh, winter level skin stuff and uh, decided that holiday, unlike unlike Halloween, I wasn't going to spend any money. I wanted to just get raw boxes and just, you know, see how my luck went. And um, the first box I opened at the beginning of the event, I got the Torbjorn Santa Claus thing. And then between that, all other boxes between that and the final day of the event, all I got were sprays and voice stuff that were holiday related. No additional skins that were holiday. Yeah, I got lots of sprays. Yeah. Lots, lots of sprays. Lots of sprays. So final day, final game, playing with friends, having a great time, streamed it, recorded it, all that. Got to the end. I'm like, oh, all right, it's 11 o'clock. I'm getting out of here. I got a show in the morning. We'll see you guys later. Oh, wait, I have a loot box. I forgot my last one. I click it, opens up. There's freaking Winston's uh, Yeti. And I about pooped my pants. I was oh, so excited. What? And he's the one I wanted most because... That's you, the one I wanted He's to. He's the one you can carry through the rest of the year without feeling like you're walking around with a Santa Claus skin. You know what I mean? Because sure. he's just a big ice man, uh, ice creature thing. And it works across the, the season. So it's not like a Christmas only thing. So I was blown away that I got that as my very last box like an hour before the server shut down the Christmas event. Or whatever it Damn. was. It was probably more Yeah, than I didn't that. get any of the cool stuff. I got one Christmas skin that I just don't even care about. <laughs> I can't even remember what it is now. It was it was one of those ones that was like, yeah, this is not going to work the yeah. rest of the time. So I got all excited. I It's up on cool. my YouTube channel at, or at uh, youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. You can see my childish reaction to getting a Yeti skin. It's- funny i uh i realize how much i play overwatch in these uh times mm-hmm. because basically i got all of the skins of course you did and uh i think almost all of them did you buy and boxes or just from play? no no yeah. i bought nothing and uh, for for the uh halloween one i was at 100 so i i you know went over to 200 to to 100 and um got you know the the lots of additional boxes because it was easier to level up mm-hmm. uh but for this one they changed it so when you you go over you don't even get anything so i mean you don't it, the number of uh xp you need to to get a new level is the same it's constant mm-hmm. and i still got like zenyatta uh Winston, I got Tracer. I, I bought. I have so much uh, credits that I bought a um, couple of epic ones, or not epic, but uh, uh, Farah and Reaper, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So I basically have almost everything, and it's just I'm I'm playing so much Overwatch. Gotta, ca- gotta catch them all, man. Gotta get them all mm-hmm. in there. 
That, that game's like many a weird a skin Pokemon is how that game plays sometimes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, an oasis came out that's set in Iraq. It is a cool map. It's, it's not really Iraq. It's just in uh, the Arabian desert. Oh, I thought it was Iraq specifically. No, no. Nope. I thought the story on that was this was part of Iraq or something. I, I don't know why I thought I heard that. I like that. I like the idea that it's like a, a, a optimistic future of a of a pretty war torn place. I think that seemed kind of like a nice, um, you know, positive idea. But anyway. It's cool. It's a command and control map. It's currently on the brawl, so you can see it without having to wait for it to be in the rotation randomly. And uh, what I liked about it was it's got something in common with Elios. One of the control points is a hole in the middle of the floor, uh, except when you fall in it, you don't die. So if you get yanked in there by, you know, Roadhog or something, you're not going to die. It's actually got a health pack down there, and you can run out and come back up to the fight. But I like the dynamic of that delay that it creates and take somebody sort of out of the fight for a little bit. It's pretty fun to, to mess with that. Um, and I, it can be fun if you, if, you, um, if you can jump back out. You can go in there, get the health back, jump back out, depending on which character you are. And uh, that can create a, an interesting bit of mechanic uh, as well. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you play with the jump pad? Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, it reminded me of, I was like back in Quake and Unreal for me, uh, like this nice. feeling of, oh, finally there's jump pads in my favorite shooter right now. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I like the, the other thing I like is I just feel like there's a lot of opportunities for D.Va, who's currently the character I'm playing the most of. I don't know why, but I'm loving her. And, because she's um, overpowered. Probably, Nerds are coming, pro- though. Probably. They're, it's they're symmetric. Coming. No, it's, no, they're on the PTR. Good, they, they arrived on the PTR yesterday. She's getting nerfed kind of yeah. hard. Who? Uh, t- wait, D.Va is? How hard? Uh, so basically, she's uh, turning 200 of her armor into 200 health. Oh, so it's going to be much easier for, for characters that have a, a lot of small projectiles like Tracer, Reaper, Soldier to uh, get her down. Great. Um, yeah, so that's happening. And also her damage is getting nerfed a little bit, just a tiny bit. Mm. And uh, and the other thing is, it's not D.Va, but... Um, the uh, Roadhog's hook is getting nerfed and, yeah. uh, well, not nerfed, but it's going to be more like you're not going to hook people around corners anymore. Um, although there is another thing that's happening that might help you because you can pull people into a hole e- more easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Anna's uh, biotic grenade is getting nerfed as well. So what's happening, Symmetra? She should be getting nerfed, right? She better be. I would hope so, but uh, no, apparently it's not on the on the program because guess what you can do with with her now you can generate a shield that keeps everybody alive or you can uh, or you can do that other shield thing where you send a shield out in front of everybody basically create a floating reinhardt which is also cool and then if you want to kill people just run around and wave your gun in the air and don't really have to aim at anybody because they'll just get caught in it gosh dang it she kills me Ugh. it is i think they're gonna have to do something about either about the range or the damage like the ramp up once you've uh used it on someone for three seconds the uh amount of damage she does is ungodly and if you switch if they die and you switch to another target the damage is still there Mm -hmm. um at the same level and the range is so far that when you're in the middle of it if you manage to ramp up you switch from target to target to target and they melt like in two seconds I think they're going to have to do something about that. But, yeah. um, she's, we'll she's, she's nuts right now, man. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. She was terrible before, so they, they really improved her now. They just need to scale it that's back a terrible. little bit. Eh, 
She was like a no pick. They she was her. good on certain maps. And yeah, when you're playing defense, and then a no pick on every other map. But then, but then people would always, you know, play her when it didn't make sense. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like it was like sniping or whatever. Where people always just like insist. I was this is what I do. Yeah. Sniper. I hate like, that. well, that's not helping us right now. <laughs> that's why we're right. losing, idiot. Anyway, Oasis is cool. You guys should check that out. Uh, it's time for us to get to some emails or a couple of them, I think. Oh, one, but not a couple. One. Here ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, let's do town crier time. This is where we take your emails and your calls. Uh, today, it's an email, and it is just one because we read that one earlier from Steve. It's a question from Drumgar in uh, Dalaran server. He has a, well, actually has a solution, a rep grind solution, because we've been talking about rep grind on and off on the show, how it could be improved and so on. So as I listened to your episode about the reputation grind, and I know there is a solution that would make everybody happy. Uh, the best way to solve this issue is to give players the option to grind reputation again if they wish. If they can be an NPC, sorry, it can be an NPC in each expansion area where you can just boost your rep from your account achievement or reset your reputation for the zone so you can hit the grind again if they wish. I know this would require more work than, sorry, uh, more work than solidifying it across the board uh, with only one option, but I believe this will solve the issue for the most part. If not all players, since you reset the rep or just continue on, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, let us know what you think of this feature. I love the show. Keep up the great work. Well, um, I mean, our idea was do it on one character and not have to do it for the rest of them. I think I still why side would with anyone that. want to do it yeah, again? Why would you want to do it? Again? Yeah, that's the part I don't understand about his, his suggestion. Is <laughs> like I don't know, maybe there's people out there who do. I don't know. Maybe he needs no, maybe to do it again. You could do, pause but... XP in this game. So. I, I think what he's suggesting is he's actually going with our idea of one character does the rep. Now you're done. All your alts don't have to worry about it. But for the players who think that's part of the story or think that matters they can go and toggle that on for an alt and well, say, I want to do it again. But you, but the thing is, like, the, the, you don't have to do that, right? Because you can still do the quests. You just don't get the rep benefit, right? right. You still get the gold and the item. Right, right. You which you still... Yeah, that's a good point. You still get benefit from that. Like, there's no reason to, like, turn that back on. Like, you could still just do the stuff. Yeah, that's Maybe not... if people wanted, like, to have... Uh, <laughs> so I just join in at the end. Uh, sure. like if they wanted to have that same gated experience again, so they you know they have yeah. to wait three weeks in Surah. I, mean, I don't see a reason not up. to offer it. I'm just trying to figure you know. To, I, 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 I think care. yeah yeah I'm with you. It's my favorite thing of the show is this phantom terpster <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> I've been in the whole time. I've just been uncharacteristically quiet. Wait, do you have video? No, uh, oh, I was looking forward to, to seeing the, the, well, my the face, the child. Uh, I don't even know if it will work. Yeah, I can try it. Yeah, put it up. I'm, I'm at my house. Chapman was going to want to see this. Hello. Oh my uh, gosh, he's oh like a God, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's like a Sturster. thumb. <laughs> it's like a thumb. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's for charity. Are you growing so, it back? There you go. I'm going to turn it off now. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. All right. Oh my God. I was actually thinking like about doing that myself. I don't, I don't, don't do have quite the beard that, that do you had. But, yeah. uh, I'm thinking about it. My, my son and I and my daughter are all considering uh, head shaving. For Ooh, a can, for a cancer benefit, <laughs> it's, do it. But we're we're terrified of it because I think I'll be okay. I think Nick will be fine. My daughter is terrified because you know it takes a long time to grow head hair of that length. It does for a lady. That's that's a couple of years yeah. before she'll be back to having. Well, actually, Carter doesn't have that long. Yeah, Carter's got short hair. Yeah, well, so sort actually, of. That's, it should be fine. Do it. Sort do of. It. Her hair's grown out quite a bit, but 
I don't know. We're, we're I thinking didn't do about... it for charity. Mine was done because of charity. Uh-huh. Like I don't really feel like anyone gave extra money to see me shave. Um, and I think having now shaved, a lot of people would have given money for me not to have shaved. <laughs> um, so there so you did, go. Did you find Such any? Gro- do you find you any have growths? Two competing buckets, right? Yeah, one no was kidding. like if if this bucket's bigger, I'll shave, shave it or if save it. Bigger, exactly. I, I like it. Yeah. Did, did you find? Did you find any weird markings or like weird growths or like moles that have multiplied or nah, anything? No, no, no. I was lucky like that. I mean, I did it in stages over a course of a few days as well. So I lived with like kind of gradually receding beard yeah um and at the end i had a bit of a charlie chaplin mustache um we call just, we call that know. a hitler mustache most of the world well, yeah. again yes i mean to, to celebrate i was playing pirate warrior on hearthstone uh which is literally hitler yeah. um oh, so you, I was literally you uh, you you dumbed down the game a little bit and you I played did, that I did. terrible terrible non-meta deck pirate warrior Exactly, exactly. Okay. I managed to go from, real sacrifice from, you made there. I think it was I think it was 20 to 13 in the space of like an hour. Uh-huh. Um it's just obscene. Just it's uh it, yeah, ridiculous. it's good fun. Good fun for me. Less so for people up against it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, all right. Well, I'm glad you're you're here. Do you uh, before we go because we're pretty much done. Do you have any of Diablo this... anniversary is great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what have you spoke about. <laughs> well, do you th- do you think? Uh, well, what do you think of all those events? Have you done them all? Do you what do you think of? Them I all? don't know if you noticed, right? But I thought Blizzard were really smart. They picked up on this really niche little joke about there being a cow level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and oh i mean how they did it i think it I was subtle but <laughs> it was that's that was, the thing that's what i appreciate yeah. the most about it is i loaded up each anniversary event thinking i wonder what no nah, they won't make the cow up maybe they could if they were really insightful they might just come up with something about the cow level mm. and you know what mm. more often than not <laughs> There's a secret car level. Kind of across uh, the board almost. Great. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but uh, you know, it's one of their longstanding. Th- this is a company who 20 years ago nearly invented the idea of Easter eggs in games. Like the way you could click their their units in Warcraft multiple times and get them to say something funny or mm. some weird hidden level in Diablo. These were This was kind of unheard of back then. Not entirely, but but for the most part. Now it's everywhere. Every game everywhere has something. We're, people mm. are trying to find Frog Fractions 3 now that they finally found out where 2 is. Like, it's just that <laughs> kind of video game world we live. So they're just playing off something they kind of helped invent, you know? Like the modern... I like it. Yeah, I think it's fine. Like I said, it's, just... it's, it's good. And I think the, the, the retrovision thing is fun in Diablo. Um... The Hearthstone Brawl was okay. I like it how people were kind of a bit pissed off they didn't get a pack. Mm. <laughs> They're like, oh, I just got a card back. Is that it? Um, <laughs> but uh, it, was, it, was, it was fun to play through and, and multiple times trying to get that cow level to trigger. Um, or even if you were you know, creative, becoming the cow king yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, there is replayability in that one. I think probably the Hearthstone one had the most replayability kind of almost baked into it. Whereas the others are a little bit more sort of like try it once and then you you kind of got everything move on, um, which is which is fine. Yeah, I uh, I was going to ask you if you have any um, love or or reason to talk more about Zuljin and his uh, entry into the Nexus. If you had from a lore perspective, since you're kind of our lore guy, do you? Uh, well, isn't that sad? Isn't it? Um, not really. I mean, I don't know what you said. Really, I just uh, I, mean, is it, I don't know anything about his backstory. Like nothing. So he's he is the. Um, He's from what was he in? Like was he in Warcraft two? But we yeah. we obviously Warcraft had him II, in yeah. in um uh was it it was in Zulaman. WoW was it in yeah was it in Cataclysm or the oh. one before? Uh oh, what was before? Lich King. When it was uh Lich King, right? Was it Lich King? I thought it but was. Anyway, we went up and we did we did the the dungeon mm-hmm. um 
uh, Zulaman. Mm-hmm. It was no, it was Burning Crusade, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. I think. Oh, it was Burning you know Crusade. what? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because I kept trying to go back there to get that tiger that was the rare drop. The the mount. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. It was the bear though, as well, wasn't it? It was the first the time runs yeah. and stuff with a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's a troll. I mean, you know, he's dead. It's fine. Uh, he's really a troll. Like literally, his they whole made thing him, was the yeah. whole kind of one-armed troll, kind of looking cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he's, he ultimately was a bit of a douche. He's, all, and he's such a douche in, the, in his new incarnation. I haven't played him in Heroes. Is he? He's he have really fun, but he's a dick. He's just a dick. He's constantly like just saying mean stuff to everyone. He's like all or Al- or uh, Alarak. He's Alarak. Just, just a yeah. he's just a jackass, and it's great. It's perfect. They really nailed him. So anyway, people should be playing that. I'm telling you, Zulaman or Zul uh, Zuljin, the the new the troll you're gonna love to hate. Zul something, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Uh, all right, I guess that's all we have. The instance at gmail.com is where that email address came to or came from or that email came from. Is what I meant to say. So use that address. Send us emails and uh, let us know what you're up to. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two is the phone number. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, Dills is gonna stream all the diablo stuff tonight what do you anything yeah, else I think so yeah. um I, I you know we'll see how i've already streamed the hearthstone stuff but uh i haven't done like the darkening of tristram and all that so that'll be a that'd be a good thing to do on the stream tonight so we check that out twitch.tv slash willie dills sf nice. um but then also the one thing i do want to pimp is the brand new podcast with justin robert young mm. uh, all about the wonderful world of wrestling mm. Uh, called One Nine Hundred Wrestling, and you can uh, find it on iTunes now. It's up there. There's a uh, there's a Patreon and everything. Me and Jerry are going to be at Royal Rumble, and then oh. if uh, if everything works out right on our uh, on our Patreon, we I will be on the road to WrestleMania, and we will both be front row at WrestleMania. Nice. So. I am very wow. I am very it's interested to see what that experience is like for you guys. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah it's dream. it's yeah, it's the that. dream, but we we need a little help to get there. So you know, everyone. But if you're into wrestling, definitely go check it out. It's a lot of fun. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna sit there and bash the latest Raw. It's <laughs> not what the the point of the show is. Right. The point is just to celebrate just the fun Crap world show. of uh of 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 wrestling. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna try to and, and and I don't even watch Raw anymore. I watch SmackDown. Right? Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so take that, Raw fans. Um, I'm gonna. I was curious if I called one nine hundred wrestling, would I actually get somewhere? I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> but we were trying to buy it. Weird thing, it's hard to buy a one nine hundred number now. It's yeah. just not really a thing anymore. Yeah, so, it's changed, right? It's yeah, totally we true. like couldn't even figure out how to do it. I'm gonna try. Like, it. We want to buy this phone number, but it's not that simple. I'm gonna try it real quick. Let's see what happens. Let's put it on speaker. But it was. I mean, the oh, thing. Wow. The, the joke is, if you watch <laughs> wrestling in like the eighties, every oh. every uh, wrestler had like a one nine hundred number yeah. that you could call. Yeah, that's that's all changed now. That used to be like a thing Captain for lots of stuff. Each wrestler, what would you get when you called it? You would hear a wrestler tell you what happened in wrestling. Yeah. Hey, brother, you, when you, call you won't believe what the Macho Man did to me. <laughs> pretty yeah. much. That's pretty much exactly what it was. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, you can, it would, but it would cost you two ninety nine for the first minute, 99 cents every additional that's minute. That's less awesome. When yeah. I was a kid, you could do this with Star Wars stuff. Like, I even have a clip of one. Yeah, you could do it like everything. Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. I had myself a pretty good little operation. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to ride to Alderaan, and they're willing to pay enough, so I did. So you call and you get like Harrison Ford recordings. Yeah, you call and just hear Harrison Ford talking about the 
pretending to actually be Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. It's like now you can get those, like the Hoff can send you a video birthday message or some of that. You yeah. can pay enough money. Yeah. You, you can get, get like a guy in, you can get hey, a guy Scott in Nigeria Johnson. to record Happy you a video. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet if you pay enough money, you can get Terpster to send you a birthday message. Sure. Oh. No, I'm afraid not. Patrick, I'm far too uh, unreliable. I missed the date. I bet exactly. there's a number. I bet there's a you bet number. Bet there's a figure. Maybe, maybe. Are maybe. you gonna? So In are fact, you, yeah. Are you, I would do anything for money. Are you so, growing this beard yes. back? Is this beard coming back? Or are you gonna keep yes, it on for a while? Yes. Yes. Oh, the thing is, is, is it will come back as fast as my face wills it. Okay. Um, and sadly, <laughs> I cannot of kind of cognitively now. tap into that. Yeah. I really want to will it quicker. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying everything, really, Scott. Yeah. I really am. I, I look beard. like a. I look like a 14-year-old fat lesbian woman, yep. and in many ways, I'm okay with that. Uh, but as a like a, an older fat man, I yeah. feel like I would like to. I'd like the beard back. Yeah. If you I push, really listen. If you push really hard and strain really hard, you'll poop your pants. So don't. I do tried. That. I pooped yeah. my pants exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do uh, that. But then I smeared it over my chin from a distance. <laughs> looked like a beard. So you know, this is the worst best story we've ever told on the show. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, d- uh, speaking of you, do you do you uh, Dills ha- or per- uh, Terpster have anything you want to tell people about? Anything oh about? yeah, yeah. So um, Beer I have a a weekend ahead of me mm. of playing Diablo three. Mm. Uh, season nine's out now, mm. so um, that's all I'm going to do. That's great. Uh, so there you go. Any commitments I had for anything else? I'm sorry. You, you uh, know but, what? I'm yeah. all about this and I want to do it. I want to do season nine. Here's my question. I am always tempted to say, I don't want to play with anybody else. I just want to play with me because I love the solitary no, experience of the game. I know I could, because it's going to be slow. It's going like, to take me way to, longer. Exactly. You need to find someone because I'll do it like it's out today, season nine. Yeah. So I'm going to do it tomorrow. And by then, the people I yeah. play with will only be you like, like 1,200. Yeah, and then I'll just level up in like an hour. It'll be sweet. I know, Ooh, I know, but I like the the solitary experience of Diablo is something I relish and like, and I'm always just do that after you hit seventy though, and uh, like let somebody do that for you. Yeah, exactly. You're probably Boom. right. Then you can finally start playing the game. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I always feel this way, and then I always cave, and then power level, and it's probably I'll just do it this time without feeling Boom. guilty Done. about it. No more exactly. guilt. No more guilt in video games. That's today's theme. Hey, uh, Patrick, mm. anything you would like to mention before we go? Hey, how about Pixels, an episode where Scott Johnson was uh, officiating as well. Mm. And we covered our favorite. Just came out. Yeah. Um, We covered the favorite games of 2016 and uh, the best games or the games we're anticipating the most for 2017. It was a really fun episode. You can check that out at Frenchspin.com or just look for Pixels on your favorite podcast app. To, you can do that right spoilers, now. Mm. To avoid spoilers, but to give some intrigue, what were your number four picks for either list? Yeah. What was the fourth don't best get game numbers. of 16? What? There, ah, there might, there might have been a couple of Blizzard games mentioned in there. Possibly. Okay. Wow. Just, okay. No, okay. I, guess, I think I know what number one was for Patrick. <laughs> Civilization <laughs> 6. He loves it. Yeah. He can't stop playing. Big, huge Civ fan. No, no I, Man's well, Sky. I love it. <laughs> It's too bad um, Diablo's Darkening of Tristram wasn't out in 2016 because it might have taken the spot. Might have taken the spot. Diablo 1, back in charge, baby. maybe not. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not. Probably not is the answer. Uh, For everything else, visit frogpants.com. There's other great shows there. Follow us on Twitter. Instant Show, Scott Johnson, Willie Dills, the underscore T, not Patrick. And uh, a lot of good things happening in 2017, so... Don't miss it. Oh, and we're live every uh, Friday morning 
at 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, and you can find it now all the time, every time, at twitch.tv slash frogpants. It's all about Twitch right now, so that's where you'll see it live. Otherwise, you're getting it how you're getting it, and we thank you for that. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Dills, for Terpster, and for who's left. That's it. Is that everybody? That's it. That's you. It. And me. <laughs> that's all of us. Again. Wow. And me. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>